Hello everyone. My name is Diane and my Dharma name is Wando Un. When we gather in person at our temple, we begin each service with four bows to the fourfold grace. We bow in gratitude to the grace of heaven and earth. We bow to the grace of parents, the grace of fellow beings, and the grace of laws. The title of my talk today is The Grace of Heaven and Earth. To talk about this subject, it's important to clarify some words that are used by Sotesan. Grace in Wan Buddhism means beneficent. It also refers to an indispensable relationship with one another. Wiki defines grace as generous or doing good or resulting in good. Heaven is not the place where the pearly gates adorn the entrance to God's home, but rather it is that which is literally above us, the sky, the sun, the moon, and the air, the wind, the clouds, and the rain. The earth is the ground beneath our feet, the planet earth, including the sands and soils, the rocks and stones, the metals and ores. This topic contains very profound teachings. I confess over the past month, several times during reflection, I felt like my head was going to explode. So what is grace in the context of the grace of heaven and earth? It is that which is a manifestation of the dependent origination of all things and the void. It is woven into everything that is and is not. It emerges from our arising and ceasing. It is not good or bad. It cannot be created or destroyed. It is not earned and is ever-present as our birthright. All is grace. Awakening to this constant beneficence in our universe is an essential teaching in one Buddhism. Sotesan writes in the Red Book that to understand the grace of heaven and earth, we must understand all that we must receive from it and consider if we could live without it. Could we survive without breathing air? Could we live without our home, the earth? From above, the moon commands the movement of the tides. The sun impregnates the earth with its photons, and in doing so, bursts the entire cycle of life. Its rays illuminate what is around us, enabling us to witness and learn from the unfolding universe. The wind, clouds, and air nourish the growth of immeasurable entities on whom we depend for survival. Immersed in family, work, 
and the twos of managing a home and finances, I sometimes imagine I am like a fish in a fishbowl. I lack the awareness of the water that surrounds and sustains me. It is easy for me to become unconscious in my routines and unwittingly live in the illusion that I am separate from heaven and earth, self-sufficient and in control. I'm going to read a paragraph that Sote San wrote. In this writing, he refers to the way with a capital W several times. The way is synonymous with the Tao. In Chinese philosophy, the Tao is the absolute principle underlying the universe, combining within itself the principles of yin and yang and signifies a code of behavior that is in harmony with the natural order. I quote, as a rule, heaven and earth have the way and its power. The spontaneous motion of the great mechanism of the universe is the way of heaven and earth. The results that are made manifest according to the motions of that way are the power of heaven and earth. Within the manifestation of the great power that flows from this great way, the myriad things sustain their lives and preserve their forms. If people want to truly show gratitude to heaven and earth, they must first practice by modeling themselves on the way." End quote. When I show gratitude by modeling the way of heaven and earth, I become the same. My suffering decreases and I glimpse more frequent and longer periods of my original true nature. So Taesan gives us eight articles or guidelines in the agenda for gratitude to heaven and earth. These guidelines show us how to transform ingratitude into gratitude. It's important to note that before each guideline, he instructs us to model ourselves on the grace of heaven and earth. He does not say become them. He doesn't say fake it till you make it. He says model them. Sote-san is not talking about a warm, fuzzy sense of modeling gratitude towards heaven and earth. He's talking about modeling a gratitude that requires an all-in, all-encompassing, walk-your-talk response. Sote-san's eight guidelines follow, and I paraphrase here. An agenda for gratitude to heaven and earth. One, we should model ourselves wholeheartedly on the radiant way of heaven and earth by looking to heaven and earth as wise teachers to learn about human nature and universal laws. Two, we should model ourselves on the meticulous and steadfast way of heaven and earth by applying ourselves consistently from beginning to end and achieve our goals.
Plants demonstrate this behavior. They are masters at pursuing their goal to secure sunlight and will adapt to grow around endless obstacles. Three, we should model ourselves on the just way of heaven and earth by refraining from getting sucked into dualities. There is no good, bad, sorrow, or happiness, and so on. We should stick to the middle way, lead a life where we can feel our sadness and not be addicted to joy. Four, we should model ourselves on the proper and natural way of heaven and earth by aligning our thoughts and actions with the natural, reasonable way that promotes harmony. Five, we should model ourselves on the vast and immeasurable way of heaven and earth by freeing ourselves of partiality. Our mind should be open and flexible like a willow tree. Six, we should model ourselves on the, in, on the eternal and imperishable way of heaven and earth by accepting the inevitability of change. 15 years ago, I experienced a divorce. One day, I sat crying on a log in the woods, heartbroken. I heard a rustling under the dry leaves and saw something traveling along underneath it. I stopped crying and became curious as to what animal would emerge. Suddenly, a head popped out. It looked like a snake. However, as the leaves slid off its back, I was surprised to see it was a box turtle. I watched it slowly climb up and walk across a log. And then I noticed it was missing a leg. It looked like it had been torn off and it's since healed. I thought, this seemed like a very content turtle. It appeared to be functioning well with its adaptations. This little guy modeled for me during this difficult time that life changes. It does not always turn out the way that I expect. When I accept change, open to the infinite resources and power of the universe, I grow in ways I could never have imagined. Seven, we should model ourselves on the way of heaven and earth that is free from good or ill fortune by noticing the good and what we consider bad in the future and noticing the bad and what we consider desirable. Eight, we should model ourselves on the way of heaven and earth that is free of thought and its applications by rendering spiritual, physical, or material beneficence. Even if the recipient turns ungrateful, the previous act of beneficence should not make us hate or make an enemy of that person. Regardless of how others behave or act, we should respond with compassion. This 
is the most important of all the eight guidelines. Grace is manifested when we model ourselves on the way of heaven and earth, and it is also created when we don't. That's the beauty of it. Grace is love. It sustains all things. A tomato is steadfast as it grows. It naturally aligns in balance with the universal laws. Sometimes, due to certain conditions, when it rains too much and the sunlight is limited, parts of the tomato rot on the vine. Because the plant produced rotten fruit this season, it does not mean the plant is bad. If we wait and watch long enough, we will see the tomato plant, its roots, stems, leaves, and even the rotten tomato become the soil for another plant. Next season, what had been the tomato plant could become an abundant crop of hot peppers. All is the grace of heaven and earth. All is beneficence. Everywhere is a Buddha. Be steadfast. Treat everything with awe and respect. Show compassion and expect nothing. What you may consider a worthless tomato plant today may become a spicy meal tomorrow.